close relationship with them and want to know how to achieve it. Here's your host, Ivory Lanoue, renowned angel communicator. Do you want to know more about angels? Are you ready to level up your spiritual journey? Then you are going to love my inner circle and Patreon. Membership includes great benefits like virtual workshops, mentoring programs, topical videos, interesting posts, a supportive, like-minded community, discounted sessions with me, and access to a library of videos and posts on topics you care about like angels, spirituality, healing, and personal growth. Join and begin your spiritual expansion today. That's the Angel Room Inner Circle on Patreon. Hi, welcome to the show. I'm Ivory, and today's topic is getting true guidance. Before I jump in, I want to say hello to my listeners in Warsaw, Poland. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love seeing you on there week after week. There's actually a lot of you there listening to the show. So thank you so much for your support. Let's jump into this. Um, I, I really want to say, first off, it's natural to question your guidance whether it's intuitive or your angels or you're hearing from God, it is natural to question that. That's just part, I think, of being human. So um, some, some, at least all of us struggle with that from time to time. But I'm going to just kind of say that um, you can be stuck in that place where are you sure I'm on the right path? Is this really is this really a message? You can get stuck there and then never come to that place of trust. Learning to trust something that's as abstract as a intuitive feeling goes against the solid and scientific world that we've been taught to trust in as truth. Mainstream society says if you can't see, touch, taste and measure something, then it's not real and you should disregard it as such. However, all of this really is science, and it does exist. Luckily, science is starting to catch up with what spiritual gurus and shaman have been saying for centuries, if not thousands of years. Regardless, we're still able to choose what to believe and can find a way to add logic to the belief enough to solidify it in our lives. This is not about questioning the source. It's really about doubt in your own abilities. That's both to your ability to receive guidance outside of yourself and to discern it. So let's look at the logic of intuition. If you look at this from a purely scientific standpoint, you only have two options to assign. You're either being guided by a higher power or you're not. We know that at least one of these statements is true, right? If it's the first, then we can assume that they know better than us, and we can allow ourselves to trust the process even when it doesn't make sense. If the second is true that we're not, then, well, nothing matters anyway what you want. In the grand scheme of things, you might as well follow your gut because we're all free-falling randomly through life anyway, so you have nothing left to lose. Believing that there is nothing there, no higher power, really isn't helpful So I like to assume the first is true. Plus, I was just saying to a lovely client, 
when you're born seeing angels, there's really never a time I haven't believed in a higher power. I, it's right there. All the evidence is right there. Regardless, here are a few solid facts that we can look at. Let's talk about neurons outside the brain. Did you know the heart has 40,000 neurons? Your small intestine alone has an estimated 100 million. That means you use your heart and gut to think, act, and make decisions. So that whole thing of a gut feeling, there's where that comes from. A place called the Heart Math Institute is doing a lot of research on this, trying to understand this. It holds the opportunity to bring some undeniable validity to intuition, gut feelings. The placebo effect is just one example of how there's undeniable truth to the mind-body connection and the depth at which we're only beginning to understand. Let's talk about the roots of distrust. Often doubting your intuition comes from doubting yourself. And right now my angel ear is ringing like crazy. The angels are emphasizing this. And that self-doubt usually stems from how we were treated as children. Take a step back and look at the bigger picture of you. Did your caregivers in childhood trust you to make your own decisions? Did they treat you as if you couldn't make decisions? This plays a huge role in how we make decisions now. If it stemmed from someone else, rework that into something more positive and helpful for yourself. In other words, they didn't believe I could, but I think I can. Tap into your emotional guidance system. It's either an undeniable yes or it's a no. Trust what you're feeling. And now about unrelated paths, creating unique circumstances. This all ties into this needing to learn to trust. Most of us don't get the luxury of seeing the end product design. I was very confused when the universe seemed to want me to take over uh, doing spiritual work and pull out of my mental health career. But now I, you know, I teach these classes, I have students, I have clients, and and it feels very natural. I know it was the right thing. In the beginning, it seemed like I had three different, maybe four different career choices. I was just telling someone how I dithered for a few years over, am I supposed to specialize in my angel connection or do mediumship or or do psychic readings or spiritual counseling? And finally, my angels are like, Ivory, why do you have to choose? <laughs> so I listened to them and they're right. I like the variety. Only after I started seeing clients in my spiritual work, did I realize that Everything is helping people. It's calming fears, building their confidence. It's healing. The only difference in the three things, the four things I thought about is specializing. You don't need to specialize. The universe guides and conspires us in ways we could never imagine, bringing us to exactly where we need to be as long as we trust it. I've mentioned on shows before that I had a quite a long career in radio, did really well with it won a crystal award for our radio station. And then my angel said, now you need to go to mental health work. Well, I had to go back to school and now I needed degrees in, in psychology. Did that, worked in a psychiatric hospital and then in other facilities, working my way up to being the head of the, of the mental health department for Yavapai County here in Arizona. And I did that that career for 16 years. And then my angels are like, all right, Ivory, now you need to move across the mountain and you're going to do your spiritual work full time. Because I'd been doing it on the side for a few years. 
well, more than a few years. <laughs> and I didn't understand. I felt like, are you kidding me? I've been to college three times. I've gotten all these degrees. And every time it's because you guided me to go a certain career. And like, now I got to, was that all wasted? 16 years in mental health wasted? No. Because just to go back to what we were just discussing, how things come together, I use all of that experience, my marketing experience, my podcasting experience, you know, hosting a radio show like comes into play in my podcast and my writing skills that I used at the radio station comes into play in my blog. My counseling work comes into play with the spiritual counseling work I do and just seeing clients in general. I needed all of that work experience for those decades to bring me to where I am and make me prepared to do what my angels and God wanted me to do now. So um, let's talk about hearing your angels. Know that when you hear them, the message is uplifting and reassuring. It feels high frequency. So how does it feel? I'm always going to say that. Like, do you feel the uplifted frequency? Do you? Does it feel joyous? Does it feel pure and good? You sense the truth of the message, even if you don't like it. I didn't like it. I was not a happy camper when they told me to move across the mountain, leave my mental health career that I was really passionate about, do my spiritual work full time. I wasn't happy about it. I, I wasn't at all, but they were so right. And it's the best thing I ever did. So um, you sometimes you just know it's right, even if you don't like what they're saying. You trust the words you hear. They're never going to tell you to hurt someone. They're never going to tell you to rob a bank. That's not angels. So when you hear your angels, you feel uplifted and even elated. You realize that the thoughts you hear are not something you would think. They might seem pretty out of the blue. The messages are out of context from your thinking or your current activity. So I'm trying to help you kind of pay attention to some of this like so you can know you're hearing from your angels. You know you're getting high, high vibration, high intention, outside guidance for yourself. Now, if it's, the, it's your intuition that you're hearing, you can know it's going to come through you with ease. You, it can feel present as a gut feeling. Uh, it makes you feel grounded and inspired. It's aligned with the energy of love. There's nothing dark and heavy or scary about it. It has no agenda or timeline. It's just giving you the message. Like, uh, for instance, trying to think of something intuition told me. Oh, uh, recently I met somebody and my intuition was like, no, not a good person. Now, everybody else seemed to have no problem with this person. But I had a gut reaction, and I trust that gut reaction. So um, it didn't tell me, don't talk to this person. Don't be around them. I just got the gut gut reaction, that intuitive hit that a person wasn't good. People can hide their true selves pretty well, but not from a psychic. When it's spiritual guidance coming through you, your, intu your intuition, you feel grounded. You feel inspired. There's an enthusiasm behind that inner guidance you get. The voice of love has no agenda. It just is. There's no drama or force, nothing saying you have to do it right now. Instead, there's a sense of ease. It just, it feels right. Sometimes that voice might not even sound like your own. And by the way, it's in your head. It could almost sound like the voice of an ethereal being. Uh, to me, it's a thought. 
It's a thought. And sometimes I do hear it out loud. Uh, you know, it's the voice of a of your spirit guide or your inner your inner guide system, which is your intuition, when it's grounded, calm, inspired, loving, and peaceful. It's never going to be anything awful. It just doesn't work that way. If it's the voice of ego, and I'm telling you this so you can balance it out. Now you know what it's like when you get a message from your angels. You know what it's like when your intuition's talking to you. This is the voice of ego. Here are the qualities. It tries to control or manipulate. So it'll say, you know, you need to stop them from getting that raise. You need to stop them from getting in that relationship. That's controlling. It comes at you, not through you. So it's not coming from within. It's not even a thought in your head. It's more almost like a almost like a message assault. And you know, like it hits you, it's kind of jolting. It feels forced, urgent, or fearful. The other kind never feels fearful. It wants things done a certain way. That's back to that controlling and manipulating. It might say things like, uh, you need to put a stop to your neighbors doing X, Y, Z. Instead of, you could just intend, you could talk to them, you could work things through, but trying to make things go your way. Um, and it doesn't feel aligned in your body. Like there'll be something about it that just feels wrong and you distrust it. And that's because it's your ego. Sometimes when people have ego issues, they don't distrust it. They go with it. Narcissists and people like that, toxic people, will run with these ego messages that they get and swear like they're getting guidance. Now, that's your ego. So, however, when a voice has an agenda, when there's a timeline or a sense of urgency that seems controlling, that's the voice of your ego. You don't want to listen to that. When your body doesn't feel connected to a thought, or when it feels almost like there's a sense of fear behind it, these are also sure signs that the voice of the ego is speaking up. Shut it down. <laughs> That's what I say. One thing I like to ask myself, if I have something come up, and it's usually going to be a reaction that's ego-based, like jealous or fearful or nervous or you know something, you're threatened. I always say, is this ego? Is this ego making me feel like this? And I want to go away and I want to think about it a little bit, definitely before I say anything or take any kind of action. Uh, sometimes it is, sometimes it's not, but it's good to stop and ask yourself that. And asking yourself that will make you eventually come to a place where it's pretty natural to know, oh dear, I've wandered into ego. We always say, and it's kind of common knowledge in this business, once you step into ego, you are no longer a pure, clear channel. And that goes for you too. Just channeling messages, receiving intuitive messages or angelic messages for yourself. If you are living in ego, you're spending a lot of time in ego, you can't get clear messages. Your ego will always filter it to be what it wants to be, or it'll block it. And all you'll get is ego messages. So you can put some rules in place to stop doubting your intuition. You can decide how to validate your intuition. People use tools for introspection all the time to bring them messages. They use songs. They use tarot, tea leaves, astrology, angel numbers, one of my favorite, numerology, and pendulums. And if you don't know what a pendulum is, let me show you. Once in a while, I run into some people who don't. 
this is a pendulum. So mine's got a, a nice little jump, you know, um, stone on the end. And of course it has a fairy on the top, which is as close to an angel as I could find. And it's just another way that you can tune into the truth. So that list goes on and on. And I will be doing an episode on like how to use some of these methods to do this, but I can't do it all in one show. Decide how you will receive your guidance. You can pick more than one. I received intuitive guidance all my life, angelic guidance all my life, and sometimes spirit guidance from my grandma and other people who've passed that it's really precious to me. I'll hear from them. It's okay. You don't have to just pick one. Trust that however you interpret the message, it's correct for what you need to know in that moment. And I suggest you don't ask a lot of people their opinion because then it's their interpretation. It can muddy the waters for you. So it's good to just tune in, get what you get. I like to say, keep an angel journal, keep your journal. It's not just an angel journal, a spiritual journal. Let's say that. I'm so used to talking about angel journals. Every hit that you get, write the date, the time, what you got, and then you can check back later and see if it panned out to be true or not. That helps you build trust. I feel like that's one of the best ways to build trust in your outside information, meaning something outside of yourself, as well as your own intuition. So it's going to take time for you to learn to trust yourself, your intuition or angelic messages. Just keep practicing and it'll get easier all the time. So many things regarding spirituality, like many other things in life, just take practice. It's time and practice. And so be gentle and patient with yourself in the process. I know you'll be able to achieve this. There is not a doubt in my mind about it. You're going to be just fine. Um, I'm going to be talking about this a little bit more over on my Patreon page, and it's going to be how to overcome self-doubt. And uh, I'm offering a free seven-day trial subscription on my Patreon page, which is called The Angel Room. That makes it really easy for you to find. So you can go over there. That'll be exclusively there. Tune in next week here for my podcast. The topic is Oracle Cards and Angelic Messages. I'm going to show you the cards that I use. I'm going to explain my process of how I use them often in angelic messages. And I'm going to talk just about how you can do that, kind of walk you through it to get you started because it can be very helpful. I don't do card readings, but I use these cards in some readings. So I hope that makes sense. In the meantime, may your angels surround you. May your angels protect you every moment, every day of your life. I'll see you next week.